Hello everyone and welcome to the Sea Live podcast. My name is Sam and as always I have my trusted friend and podcast psychic, Mr. Christopher Vons. Hey! There he is. How are you, mate? Mate, you've you've got a nice little trim there, haven't you? You've had a nice little cut for trim. Because it only is well, we're literally hours away from another national lockdown. Who would have thought of Chris? Lockdown <laughs> two point and this time it's serious. <laughs> This is the sequel. What's gonna happen? No this one time, knows. No one knows. No one knows. It's 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 serious and it's personal as well. I messed up me, me little tag belt line there, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Um how are you mate? What what have you been up to this week? Oh well we had a nice little meeting this morning. We've got a little plan together, haven't we? Um I'm not gonna give too much about it. We had a nice little meeting this morning with a couple of people who are very interested to help us, which is fab. Um and we'll push that on over the next few weeks, hopefully. Even in lockdown, we will still be doing stuff, won't we? Um, you know, we don't stop. Um, we say we we're, do, we're busy doing our own things at the moment. You're obviously you've you've, you've got a, you're in LMA, and I'm sifting through piles of concrete. Um, <laughs> but we um, we will try and do something, and we will do something because it's important uh, to keep everyone going. Yes, exactly. So it's really important, guys, that you do follow us on our social media. So please do follow us. So on Facebook, we are at C-Live. On Twitter, we are at C-Live Enter One. And on Instagram, we are C-Live UK. But enough about that. We are going to introduce our guest for this evening. So tonight's podcast guest is Dom Gawley, who's done festivals and live reviews. Um, and also is an editor as well for the Under the Radar podcast. Uh, magazine based in Nottingham. He's a live promoter and is, uh, he signs, uh, well, bands, uh, and as well as a writer and a DJ. So let's get him on the podcast. Uh, Dom, how are you doing, Dom? All good, thanks. All no, good, we, thank do, <laughs> we don't do politics, but I think today of all days, I think we do need to touch upon it, Chris. I think we need to break the politics. We do. Yeah. I think we do. <laughs> we just got We can touch on. on it a little bit. Are we talking about? Are we talking about loser? Are we talking about Donald? We're talking about just, just that. What's happening over the pond? You know that. I wonder how our mate Danny has voted this week. Do you know he what? Has been, he's he, been pushing the. Uh, he's been pushing his voting t-shirt. I seen his little post yesterday. Uh, Mr. Gomez. He's um, hopefully he, he would have wrote, voted the right way. We trust Danny. Yeah, what what do you think of it all then, Dom? Obviously, watching from to, afar. To be honest, um, you know, I mean, I've 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 got to say, I mean, I've been rooting for uh, Bidden. I've, you know, I've got a lot of got a lot of friends um, who were who were who were based in 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 the states, and I think that you know, obviously, the last four, you know, since Donald Trump acted and, and the rise of populism, and obviously something like Brexit, getting someone like Boris Johnson over here. You look at what's happened, you know, since since it's the COVID pandemic launched, and you know the the, the the countries that have dealt with it the worst have been the ones with populist leaders. So I'm kind of hoping that it, you know that when Mr. Trump loses, and it is going to be a when rather than if, that you know that might that might just sort of like bring a demise to the uh, culture of populism. So fingers crossed. <laughs> Well, we will see. I reckon we know by Friday. Do you think we know by Friday? Um, I don't. I, 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 I don't. I mean, you know, I think it's probably fair to say that, uh, that, 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 you know, when the result comes out, that, you know, that, 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 that Bidden's basically 
um, got got enough got got enough votes. Although how the voting system works is beyond, is beyond me. But 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 you know when it when it comes out, I think Trump's he's, he's going to appeal it. He'll probably board himself in the uh, Oval House and start a nuclear war or something. But yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be uh, it's going to be an interesting few days. Put it that way. <laughs> talk about politics now, Sam. Let's move on. Let's talk about. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll let you off. I'll let you off. Now, obviously, Dom, I've known you a long time. Yes. Uh, yeah. We have known each other a long time. I think we first met in the queue for the rabbit hole, didn't we? We did. I was saying this to Sam the other day. I was like, I met Dom going into a a a, a club at Glastonbury. That was it, wasn't it? We just it started. Was actually going down, it wasn't it? We just it started. It was actually going down a hole as well. If I remember rightly, you had to you had to crawl inside, and you had to answer questions on 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 um, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And I've no and idea you... how we got them right, but it must have got them right because we got in. <laughs> but you 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 actually physically, Sam, crawl through a hole. You have to get on your hands and knees and crawl through a hole, and then you're in a nightclub. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, I I didn't even know that Glastonbury had. Nightclubs? Like, is it not just a festival? I, I mean, it's it's one of those. I mean, it's it's one of those festivals where you can actually go there for five days, not watch a single band on the main stages, still have the best time of your life. Yeah. You, you, you've got you've got whole areas that are literally just that they're, they're sort of like built to resemble nightclubs. Or so, for example, you've got you've 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 got certain blocks or or Shangri La. That, that are almost designed on, on on real sort of like weird dystopian sort of like fantasies or, or, or nightmares as that is depending on how you want to look at it and the music and, and the DJs in there are just you know there's some of the some of the best DJs that you could imagine of the last probably 40 45 years going back to the going back to the 1970s when you had uh, you know sort of like the, the origins of house music and, and rap music in Chicago and Detroit I mean it's, it's yes it's, it's an incredible festival everyone every, everyone should go at least. you've got like there's, there's a, a part of the section called heaven and hell yes yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, it, and the, the big buildings they're actually buildings Sam it's mad and then you've got a circus there's a circus tent massive circus uh, you've got a big robotic machine firing fire all night, um, but there's all areas you can go to, like the park. We used to go by the park and camp there. You obviously never camped because you had like he was the biggest VIP. Well, no, we, we, we always camped. We, we, we always camped. I mean, there, there was always a guest camping area, but but there was a, but there was loads of my friends um, that, that go every year from Nottingham and Derby. So I was used to I was just used to camp with them. Yeah, I, I always come with my friends. It's, it, it's. I mean, you know, the, the the guest camping's all right, and it's good to go in there for a, for a shower every couple of days. But but yeah. no, I mean, I think it's just just one big party. Every day at Glasgow when I seen him, right, he was the so smartly dressed fella I've ever seen in my life. I looked like I'd been dragged through the whole field by my head, right. And he used to come out in these lovely jackets and stuff like that, <laughs> and he'd have he'd have like he'd have like. Oh, the toilets are fine in there. One of the highlights for me, oh, last time I went to Glastonbury, was I got me air washed in the Christian tent. <laughs> that, and I, that, and I knew that was things had changed for me because I was like, just, just, and then I thought, I'm going to get me air washed. And I gave them a little donation and she washed me air. And it was, the, it was one of the nicest afternoons I had at Glastonbury. <laughs> <laughs> Good place, though, isn't it? I think one, you know, one of the things that I always say about 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 Glastonbury, about 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 Glastonbury is, is, is if you can 
if you can remember everything that's happened by by Monday, you've had a, you, you, you've you've not had a good time. <laughs> it's certainly on my bucket list because I've never been. Definitely do it. Although saying that, I mean, when it's you know, I mean, whether it's going to happen next year, it's it's all up in the balance, isn't it? At the moment, I'm, you know, I'm kind of worried really whether whether much is going to happen next year. I mean, you know, lots of promoters and and and, and um, artists now are cancelling tours for the early part of next year. I mean, you know, some of the shows that I'd got 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 booked for this year that got moved to April have already been cancelled. Um, you know, and, and if I look around, uh, just 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 around the the, the, the what's on this in in Nottingham and Derby, there's so many so many gaps now in January, February, and March where things have been cancelled and moved back. So I'm uh, yeah, I'm really concerned that unless there's a vaccine, you know, things might might not. Did you start the year? Did you start the year with a festival? January. I did. I actually started the year. I actually started the year. Um, so Rockaway Beach. Uh, um, this this year was the fifth edition, and and and. F- for that one, um, I mean, I've, I've, I've DJed at everyone, and and we sort of like, obviously always done a write up there. Some of the talks and that with 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 some of the artists who who were playing as well. Um, and and what I do is there's there's me and a guy called John Lynch, and I think you've met John Chris. His band his band have played um, Liverpool Psychfest a few times. A band called the Telescopes. Oh I'm yes, pretty yeah. sure I'm pretty sure that you've met him. But me and John, we 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 we've DJed the Rockaway Beach closing party. Um, for a number of years, and that's yeah, that's a, that's a brilliant night on the Sunday night. It's just us, us for three hours, just just going balmy, playing anything and everything. You know, we'll play ABBA, we'll we'll play Confidence Man, we'll play the Manix, we'll play we'll, we'll play Motown, we'll play anything, and it's just something that, that that we've done every year. And you know, we were sort of like planning on taking that around a, around quite a few festivals for the summer. So you know, again, it's everything just sort of like landed at the wrong time. I mean. I, I guess there was no right time for the pandemic, but you know, for us, it was it was almost like, well, you know, we've been doing this at Rockaway Beach for five years. Let's, you know, let's take it around a few other festivals and and, uh, and events, and it and it just sort of like grind to a very sudden halt. So, how did you this? And I've known you a long time, and I've never yeah. actually sat you down. How did you get into writing? You're oh. you're a, you're a massive music fan. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess I, I, I started when I was in the sixth form, really, uh, and that's going back a long time. Um, in, in in Mansfield, and I used to just 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 write for, well, just 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 write write reviews of records, and and then I started sort of like got to know a few people that were doing fanzines around around Mansfield and Derby. Um, wrote a few bits for fanzines, just sent bit, bits off to different editors. Not a lot got published. Then I went to uni. Um, Nottingham Trent, which 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 was yeah, it was all right. It was had a good time there. Became the music editor of Platform, which was their it was their student newspaper, um, and just sort of like started from that really. And then at, at the end of my second year, um, I, I I interviewed the Beastie Boys, and I wow. sent sent that off in a in a competition um, for the Guardian, and it and it and it got into the and it got in the final six short shortlist. And it just sort of like moved on from there. So, I, so Rock City, which is a big, big, well, one of our main venues over in Nottingham, they used to have a magazine called the Rock City Review, and I was doing a few bits for that. And then some of the more of the people that that, that used to sort of like run fanzines um, started a website called Drowned in Sound uh, in in 2000, and I started doing stuff for them in 2001, and then sort of like continued doing stuff for Drowned in Sound right through till April of last year when it when it finally closed down. 
Richard Stroud is sad. Really sad. It's a massive, massive loss, and, I, and I'm not loss, and, I, and I'm not just saying that personally, but I think it's a massive loss for for artists as well. I mean, you know, you know, the the, the main policy on drowning sound was there was no policy. So you know, whatever style of music, whatever you were into, we'd got a we'd got a good team of writers, 46 foot, 47 people, all bringing di- different things into the mix. And you know, it was basically if 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 you were if you liked something or you were passionate about something, it. it it was a goer. There was no editorial policy or, or agenda, um, you know, which which you tend to find that, that there is in a lot of other publications, and it's difficult. It's difficult, really, to sort of like bring acts or bring artists in that, that haven't got that 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 kind of PR or, or or label behind them. And that's I reckon that's the follow-on from like the end of the nineties. That's yeah. the nineties format that moved into sort of the early two thousands. Where I kind, I kind of understand, kind of understand why, um, because you know, I mean, I mean, the, the, the big problem at, at the moment is that no one's got any money, and yeah. most, pu- pu- you know, quite a lot of publications are struggling to pay writers. You know, I mean, I, I mean, it's 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 like for me, I mean, the, the, the editorial title's great, but 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 you don't get paid for it for everything I do. So album reviews, you know, you you, you don't get paid for them unless you. Unless you're fortunate enough, and you know, and and, and you're writing for a broadsheet new, newspaper, but even then, you know, the pay's not it's 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 not enough to live on without you know without having other alternative uh, employment or, or or means of making money. <laughs> have, have you ever listened to an album, or they give you an album, and you thought, oh my god, it's shocking? Have you, yeah. are, you brutally, <laughs> are you brutally honest? I've 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 given a couple of uh, zeros and one out of tens, um, which which haven't made me very popular with a few PRs and uh, managers in the in the business. And it, and it's interesting because when Drowning Sound went went under and and you know and there was a few there were a few of these people that that were celebrating on on social media. You know we finally got rid of some of these people. And but <laughs> I mean. I, I mean, the thing is, you know, I, I, it's it, it's interesting now because I've, I've sort of like seen a few hatchet jobs uh, of, of of artists in recent weeks. And I don't know if if if, if you're fans of the band Idols, um, but I'm a big 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 fan of Idols, and I've got got to know them quite well over the last few years. And you know, and and and, you know, and I think if I'm being honest, they're probably one of the last real British success stories for for bands that that you know they've they've been going for about nine ten years. They've literally built built all this massive following um, on their own, and then and then kind of got got big by word of mouth, and they had a number one album um, at the back end of September. Oh, wow. uh, but 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 that was their third album, and, and the first two albums were really critically acclaimed, and you know, and lots of people really you know kind of like bought into it and, and got into it. But then with the third album and the the expectation around it, and you know, and the, I mean, they were nominated for a Mercury last year and all stuff like that. And then there was some real nasty personal hatchet jobs, and I thought, well, that's not. If if, if I'm going to criticise something, I'd rather do it constructively. But yeah. when it's personal and it's having to go at at at, at, at the guitarist's moustache or the way the singer walks or things, and I think, well, it's that you know, that's not really talking about the music when it's getting yeah. personal. And I, you know, and maybe maybe 18 year old me would have found it funny, but but now I'm thinking, well, that's that's not that's not really music criticism the way I see it anyway. Was it the was it the, the classic third album syndrome? It was just it just seemed to be the classic case of, of you know you know someone's been built up and we're going to knock them down and and that's fine you know I I kind of get that not not everyone's going to like everything but at the same time you know there there are ways there are ways of knocking things down 
you know, don't don't use a sledgehammer to uh, crack a walnut. What's your, what's your process then when you get a brand new album on your desk? What what's the process like? Are you going in with a obviously a clear clear mind? But what's the first thing you look for? What's the th- first thing that you write down? That something that you like, dislike? Well, I'll I'll be honest. I mean, I mean, I get get sent a lot of stuff by by PRs anyway. And I mean, I mean, I've, I've done numerous sort of like talks, um, of, of panels at different events and festivals, and, and people always ask that question. So you know, how would how would I get 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 you to review my music? And I've and I've always said, well, if if you're in a band, if you're in an unsigned band or an unsigned artist, and you want a journalist to review your music, one of the best things that you can do is to go and have a look at, 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 at for a start, which which writers fans of, of, of the people that, that inspire and influence you so for for example I mean I'm you know as, as Chris will probably tell you I'm a big fan of sort of like noise bands and and, and side bands and punk bands so if you're if you're a folk artist for example it's I'm, I'm probably not the right person to give that music <laughs> to and one of the things that that, that that we try to do is you know this the, 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 the albums editor will always put out a list of, every week of, of, of what's available and we'll try and you know People can then go in there and sort of like request whatever it is that they want to write about, and then you know they they, they do try and allocate them that well you know why would I give you know why would I give Dom something that he's going to hate and 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 probably not even going to take take the time out to listen to you know rather than give him something that he's going to think well yeah I'm I'm intrigued by that I want to hear that I'm going to write about it probably going to like it and and I think that's that's it's a difficult balancing act to be honest because. You know, obviously nobody wants um, a constant fleet stream of like eight out of ten, nine out of ten reviews. But at the same time, nobody wants a constant stream of hatchet jobs or, or, or three-word reviews. You know, for something that's that, that that's clear that that, that that writer wasn't a fan in the first place. Mm. And is is go on, no, sorry, I was going to say like obviously you're you're giving out these reviews. Is that is there is the one that you regret? Like maybe looking back on, obviously no names, no names, but is, are there a few that you regret? There's, there's, there is one. There's one that really stands out, and it kind of came 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 home to bite bite me on the backside about eighteen months ago, <laughs> the, last, the, the last time that I interviewed them. Um, and it's a band that, that yeah, when they released the first album, they were a very different band um, to how they developed uh, in, into being. And the first album, I wasn't really a fan, and I think I was a bit guilty. Um, of, of what I'm talking about with the idols thing, and you know, and I was, and, and I tend to sort of that 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 review focused more on the image, and it focused more on 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 the band's backgrounds really, and then and then the second album came along, and it completely blew me away, and 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 in that three years between the records, they've become an incredible live band, and then I mean they've got five albums out now, one of my favourite bands, um, and I interviewed the singer uh, around the time that the last album came out. And he must have—he he, he must have. I mean, I've, I've interviewed them quite a few times, but he must have, for whatever reason, just looked at my profile because then he started asking me questions based on on a review that I did 14 years before. Uh, and I thought, oh, no. you know, and, and it was a, it was a really awkward interview. It was one that I was looking forward to and really built building up because I'm a huge fan of the band and, and that record. But it was one that that left me wincing and should have been, you know, I mean, I'd I'd, I'd been allocated. 45 minutes for the interview. I think it lasted about oh. 10. So it was clear that it, it was clear that you know he he'd obviously done a bit of research on me, read that, and it was just right. I'm just going to give you one-word answers. Wow. And and, and turn the question on onto you. 
So you know, well, so so why did you write write write, write oh. this about me? And it's like that was 14 years ago, and you know, we've all changed. Yeah, but even so, I mean, why should I? Why should I talk talk to you now then? Oh no, <laughs> fair point. So that that's probably one that stands out for me. Is it difficult to um, obviously when you're at a festival and you've had a couple of drinks and all that? <laughs> is it difficult to remember everything when you? <laughs> To be honest, I mean, one of the things about about me, Chris, and if you've probably noticed me, I'm I'm constantly taking photos. I'm always always taking, and I also always harass as many bands as possible for set lists. You want to see my collection of set lists, Chris? I've got it. It's over. I've got. I've literally got ring binder after ring binder after ring binder set lists. Wow. I've got got so many set lists, and that's and I try, I try through that. That's. (laughs) You know, and I mean, I've, I've, I think, I think there was once. This is going back, oh god, nearly twenty years ago, and um, I reviewed a band. Actually, it was it was a band that played at Shield Forest near where near where I'm from, um, and, I, and I remember we got absolutely hammered. I can't remember what we were drinking, something something, <laughs> probably, but, but we got absolutely hammered. And then I'm in the taxi on the way on the way back back, back to my back to my parents, and um, and I'm like. They didn't. They didn't play their biggest hit. They didn't play. The, they didn't play it. They didn't, I know they didn't play it. In fact, they didn't play any of them. So I wrote, wrote the review. Um, and at the time on Drowned in Sound, we like readers were allowed to post their comments below reviews. And I wrote this review. Someone just did a photo. Just, just just took a picture of the set list and just put that as a comment. And it was about four of the songs that I said that they didn't play. With about the first four or five songs were four of those songs, and it was just. Ah, <laughs> and take you down now. <laughs> Remove yeah. it. Because you get involved, and we've done a few festivals together now, and yes, you get yeah, involved. Yeah. You know what I mean. And it's uh, I, you are obviously taking pictures, but the the, the write ups are always fantastic, and they're, they're very true because I've seen the same bands as you, and and yeah. from what I read is exactly what I've seen. Yes. Yeah. No. Thank you. No. No. Thanks. Which um, is what you want to see, uh, yeah, and I think that, that that's it. I mean, you know, it's it's as I say, being a being a festivals and live reviews editor, you know, that's something that that for me that's kind of like a dream existence in many ways. I mean, you know, as, as much as I love listening to albums and demos and stuff like that, you know, and, and then obviously interviewing bands. I mean, I, I I prefer being at a show. I prefer being at a festival, and and it's you know just that sort of experience and been able to talk about it and you know and try and picture it and 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 i get that it's difficult if if you're not there but you know for me i think that's where that's where i feel that i'm strongest in that kind of field anyway yeah i was in a bit of a band quite a successful band and a very famous presenter i won't say names did a review on them and she never went to the gig i've never done that i i I could done that I, I, I could I could honestly say that I, that's something that I've never ever done. I've I've never reviewed something if if I wasn't there. I, yeah. I know people that have, yeah. um, and I've been asked to do it, uh, and I've and I've, I've I've always refused. I mean, I think I think there's sort of like levels of, of integrity that you've got to you, you know, and and that's to me, yeah, that's that's just completely undermines undermines the purpose, doesn't it? Well, yeah, but she's she's not done too bad for herself. Just say the BBC of kept there busy over the last 20 years <laughs> <laughs> I, 
think I know who, who you're talking about, and I think we'll, we'll leave it at there. <laughs> when you go and see bands, is, do you like the discovery side of things? I do, yeah, absolutely. I do, absolutely. I do. I mean, you know, it just, just, just sort of like being able to go and 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 see a band, or or even go to a show. Um, you know, and you've gone to see a headline band because I always make a point of going to see the support bands and going in there, and and, and you've got a support band, you had no, no idea who that band was, and they've blown you away in a twenty-minute set, and you've gone to talk talk to them, you've got to know them, you know, and then three, four years down the line, you know, they're one of the biggest bands. And, and that's probably one of the things, you know, going back to Idols again, um, because, you know, I saw Idols play at, at well, they, they, did a, they did a set at Eurosonic in Groningen, which is like a showcase for, for all bands around Europe. And then they played at a venue in Derby called Vines. And Vines, if you can imagine an upstairs room at probably one of the worst 80s-themed disco bars you'll ever see. And you've got this, 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 this real hardcore punk band playing and to about 50 people and we got just just got talking to them that night and just yeah literally sort of became friends with them and i suppose i could even say to a point my favorite band manic street preachers first time that i saw them probably 20 people there and you know 97 the, times later the days did they have the balaclava days were they the... that's before no that's going back way before that about three four years before that wow 1991, February 1991, first time I saw them. Is that, that's, is that the band you've seen most? Then, that's the band I've seen most. 98, band I've seen most. 98. That's what I mean. I, I, was, I was gutted because I was going to get my 100 up this, this year and obviously that's not going to happen now either. So 98 times. times 98 times. Jesus. First, first, Jesus. First, first dance at my wedding. Everything. <laughs> what, was, what was the first dance? Motorcycle emptiness. Was it? <laughs> Is that, that, is that the Holy Bible? Oh. No, uh, Generation Terrorist, that, 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 that's, that's off the first one. Okay, so yeah, the, well, the, the Manics kind of, they, they went so mainstream in about, nine, was it 96 or something? Yeah, 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 but but it was still a brilliant, brilliant, still a brilliant, brilliant record. And in fact, yeah. I remember seeing one of the first shows that they played um, after Richie, after they came back after Richie, they supported Oasis at Nebworth. And and yeah. I and I, just, I managed to get a ticket for that one. Um, and that was a that was a that was a crazy day actually. That was a, that was an incredible day. The Manix were, they were always round there, weren't they? Floating round in that circle of Oasis, Blair, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. The likes, and the likes of Pulp who were supporting Blair. They were all in that little zone. I was only saying before actually, '96 to '98 was some of the best summers I've ever had for music. Yeah, I think I think you know I think I think you know I mean, for me there's there's just been so many. I mean you know I, 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 even going back to when I was a kid. I mean I think I think back to summer of 1985. Um, you know when I was when I was on on holiday with 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 my parents. Uh, we used to have a caravan in Margate in in Kent, um, and sort of like just just going there and then and then there was a great record shop that that was in a place called Cliftonville. And got walking in there and hearing the Jesus and Mary chain for the first time. That was just wow, just blew me away. <laughs> and it was just like you know, to a 14-year-old kid from Mansfield that has gone on holiday with his parents somewhere down Kent, and yeah, you know, and you just sort of you know all your spending money that you've done your paper rounds for on anything by the Jesus and Mary chain, and it was just just tiny things like that that stand out for me. Have you ever bought an album, Sam, and then gone to the show and been totally disappointed? with the live show um, no I haven't no I mean like the last proper festival I went to was 
when I was 17, 18, and I went to the Isle of Wight Festival with all of, and the headline acts were Bon Jovi, classic, loved all that, and again, albums that I'd listened to. The Killers, obviously my generation and The Killers, absolutely love that. Um, some of the other acts as well, the likes of The Script, Paloma Faith, um, who else was on? But you know, in answer to your question, no, they were, they were all unbelievable. And again, memories that, you know, take to the grave, you know, spending them with some of my best friends and, and watching the, the, the music, it was unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. So no, I, I, maybe Will Young, but that was my first album. And I'm going to say it now, was Eric Clapton at Liverpool. He just didn't want to be there. He just said no, nothing all night. He didn't want to be there. He played no solos. He had the keyboard player doing all the, the solo. And, and people were leaving. Yeah. It was, it was one of the worst gigs. And it wasn't a cheap gig. You, you got your art, certain artists, Clapton's, McCartney's, Elton John's, who, who, who can put 70 to 100 quid on per ticket. And it was awful. It was awful. But it's Clapton, isn't he? You know, he's done his trade. He's just going out on the road. And, and... I think that, that's the thing, isn't it? That, that's the thing, isn't it? You've got some artists, you know, when they get to that, that level, they can afford to just go through the motions. They can afford to just take the money and run. Or, yeah. or, or hobble in this case. And what, I mean, it must be about 70 now. But, but yeah, you know, I, I just... I don't know. I mean, worst one for me was probably um, when the Verve came back um, in 2010 or 2011. And I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. I mean, yeah. again, you know, I, 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 I remember Verve when, when they were Verve before the Verve, and um, you know, seeing them blow Smashing Pumpkins off stage at Rock City in 1992, which yeah. was an incredible show. Um, you know, and, and, and I love that. I mean, the, the, the first two records, especially, and then obviously they they, they 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 split towards the end of the 90s, and then came back with a fourth album in 2010, and they played at Nottingham Arena. And you kind of knew that things were probably going to be great because the the, the 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 band members were on stage. Ashcroft was they were they were just playing this long intro, and Ashcroft finally came on. He dyed his hair blonde like Paul Weller, um, and. Uh, and there was just no chemistry, or there was there was no uh, there were no sort of like in between um, banter. It was very for formulaic. The songs were all it was all Urban Hymns heavy, which I'm Urban Hymns is a great album, but it's, it's for me it's not my favourite. There was no atmosphere, and people were leaving in droves. And we yeah we we left before the end. We didn't we didn't stay till till the end of the show. It was just yeah this is really because I mean I'd seen them before, so I kind of. I'd kind of seen them when I think that they were at the best, but some of my friends who were, who were a, a little bit younger, that was the first chance they got to see them, and they were absolutely devastated. So that yeah. was probably one of my worst. That that old shaman. Actually. That's how I seen Richard Ash Richard Ashcroft. Every every song he changed his coat. Who's <laughs> <laughs> if then does he? <laughs> changed his coat every every song. So he had an orange one, a blue one, uh, every song. Uh, that was supporting. That was supporting Liam Gallagher at Manchester. Oh right, okay. And so he was just Richard Ashcroft. Do you know what I mean? Singing, singing his back catalogue. But every song he changed his coat. I thought. <laughs> I quite like that. I quite like me coats. So, it's a so lot I, of coats I, though I like... to go through, isn't it? Yeah, he had quite a long set. It was about a good. <laughs> I was going to say, it must have 
wrote some songs on there. I mean, if you know, was, it, was, was there a coat for every song then? There was a coat for every song. I think you cycled one at the end. You cycled one at the end because I was watching it. I was going, he's changing his coat again. He's yeah. <laughs> that this ray of coats. Did he come back for an encore? What did, he, what did he bring for an encore? Did he bring? Did he bring a big duffel coat or something? I had a, I mean, I had a few of... by then. I can't remember. But um, <laughs> yeah, he changed his coat every game. Every, <laughs> every song he changed it. So when you when you're um, when you're doing a, a DJ set because you DJ as well, don't you? I've had yeah. the pleasure of um, <laughs> the pleasure of hearing your DJ skills, but Sam has had the pleasure of hearing my DJ uh, skills. Yeah, I've never heard you, Chris. Actually, I bet that'd be quite interesting. Sam, I'll relay, let you relay the story. Oh, dumb, 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 dumb. Basically, basically, we were filming a show reel for our great friend. Uh, Steve, who's part of C-Live. Make sure you go to the C-Live website. I'll get that plug in there as well to see some of our fantastic acts available for hire after this lockdown. The next thing, uh, basically, Chris wanted to have a go. So, obviously, Steve's like, I've been training for the past, like, 20, 30, 40 years. Doing me... Worth of decks, right? I'll have a go. Literally, I'll have a go. Fine. Yeah, go on. Get me on. What was it? Beastie Boys and... I, I, I went from Africa, Toto Africa, yeah. into your mates, the Beastie Boys, Fight for the Right to Party. Now, Dom. <laughs> exactly, Dom. Exactly. I mean, I've got that there. I mean, I, I, I'd, like to have, I'd like to have seen people's reactions on the floor when you, were, when you were playing that. There was no reactions. What I actually did was I slowed the Beastie Boys to the slowest possible way <laughs> and then I just fired it in oh. <laughs> there's a video of it there somewhere is a vi- there's there a is video, video. you'll be blown away <laughs> literally now in fact here's something that you should do just on my mix you should write a review on it <laughs> cool, then I'll, yeah, I'll do that do that just one word shite <laughs> You might even publish this shit, you never know. <laughs> so it doesn't deserve a number for that review. There's no numbers for that review. So, say if you're doing a DJ set. So, we've, we've yep. done Psychfest a few yes. times together, which is a fantastic um, psychedelic weekend in, in, in Liverpool. And um, it's not been on for the last few years. It should have been on this year. I know, I know. And we've, we've unfortunately will not be there um but when you're doing something like psychfest do you are do you obviously pick certain i've got an idea of what i'm going to play i mean i mean the 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 most difficult thing i used to find djing at psychfest was you'd be djing um on one of the stages in in between the bands you you try you try djing when you've got some of the loudest bands in the world that, that, that are sound checking below you and I remember there was one year when a band from Russia called Pink Shiny Ultra Blast was, were um, sound checking, and they are loud. I mean, they, I mean, I, I, I put, put them on in Nottingham in 2015. They are incredibly loud, and I'm trying to cue stuff up, and I'm just, and, I, and it got it got to about about three songs into into my set, and I just thought, do you know what? I'm going to cheat. I'm going to put a CD in. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't I can't even hear I can't even hear myself. All I can hear is them is them sound checking, and I imagine that's all that anyone that's in the room can hear either. 
I'll just put a CD on for ten minutes and just have a quick drink. So that's so that's, so that's what what I did. But but yeah, I mean, Sightfest great, you know. And and the last year that I did Sightfest, what would that be? Two thousand eighteen, I think it would be two thousand eighteen. And you know, I, I, I was DJing one of the um, outdoor stages. And that was brilliant. You know, you, you know where the bar is, um, where you where you got all the tokens from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was DJing the outdoor stage, and that that was amazing. I was actually probably my favourite year for DJing there, because I wasn't I, I didn't have to compete against against bands who were sound checking. <laughs> what is what the loudest band you've ever seen? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I would have said maybe my my bloody Valentine, but actually I, no, it's probably a band called Loop. Um, and Luke played. They actually played at Nottingham Trent, um, and that was that's about 1990. And they were so loud, they actually they actually blew all the power um, for the for the university and and all the pubs around and some of the streetlights. Shut up. Luke were incredibly loud. Um, my my buddy Valentine when they played. When they played at the academy in Manchester, um, and 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 we, I was in for I was actually there for the sound check. And one of the guy, one of the sound men, um, told me that they were actually louder than a jumbo jet taking Whoa. off. But then, but then in 2009, I went to All Tomorrow's Parties um, at Minehead, and there's a band from uh, Brooklyn called A Place to Bury Strangers, and they were so loud that this is to bear in mind they they played quite early on Sunday afternoon, and they were so loud the floor was shaking, and there was a girl being physically sick at the side of me, and I spoke to one of them after. And I said there was a girl being sick, and he said, "I oh, know, man. We we did like 149 decibels." And I'm just oh, my <laughs> so, probably not, probably not, not the best thing to have your Sunday dinner to. The, the artist band I've ever seen was Wolf Mother. Yes, yeah, yeah, they're quite loud actually. They and I remember coming home, and I just had, I must have had tinnitus for about three days. <laughs> just they were loud then. Absolutely, and then the only other time I know something went too loud was Kasabian, and the, something happened with the PA, and it went like a jumbo jet, and everyone literally just nearly vomited. It was just... you sure they weren't vomiting to the music? Into oh. the music. <laughs> Sorry, I'll 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 weave that one. Weave that one. Well, they weren't with that band now. They've they've kind of folded, haven't they? Yes. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> over the last last few weeks, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, so have you ever have you ever reviewed a band that is not an original band, a covers band? Um, I have, um, I have, yeah, have? a few times, a few a, a few times. I've put covers bands on, I've put covers bands on supporting original bands. Um, you know, I, I, I think there's some amazing covers bands. I think, you know, I mean, I don't I don't quite get really why people or some people have got this down on covers bands or tribute bands. I think if if you're making a living uh, in a covers band or a tribute band, you've you've got to be an incredibly an incredibly talented and very very technical musician. You you know uh, musically you're trying to replicate and and normally are something that, that someone else has done. And a lot of the time you tend to find that people in those bands are better musicians than the than the people that they're actually taking off. So I've got I've got the utmost respect for covers bands and tribute don't, bands. Don't review Up All Night, the band Sam, me and Sam, Caroline is on. <laughs> I'd, I'd, be up on I'd, I'd be up on the bar singing it, don't worry about that. <laughs> no, sweet Caroline, that my head, that my head falls off, and it's the, there's a little bass little moment, 
And um, every time we played it, Sam, something's happened at that point. Always. Dom, Dom's probably the one, if he was there listening, he'd be the one that'd do something to you, no doubt. He always would do I'd just I'd just come on and like uh, and like uh, play 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 maracas or bongos or something. <laughs> like Bez. I'd do I'd, I'd do my Bez on stage and grab the mic off you. <laughs> Done that a few times, but don't want to hear it. <laughs> what what's the next twelve months got in store for you then? That's interesting. Uh, it's interesting. Um whew. Do you know what? It, 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 I mean, it's going to be an uncertain time, isn't it? I mean, you know, and, and I guess you don't want to be too pessimistic or, or put too much of a downer on it, but I don't honestly know. I, genu- I, 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 I genuinely couldn't tell you. And I, don't, and I think that's, that's one of the biggest concerns, if you like, for, you know, for a lot of people that, 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 that have been affected. I mean, you know, pe- people that, that, that work in promotions and work at venues and, and, and some of the artists themselves that, that, that have been laid off or been furloughed or, or have basically thought to themselves, you know what, you know, we've got no idea when this is going to end. We've got mortgages, we've got bills to pay, we've got, you know, we've got families to feed. And they've changed career. And I've seen, you know, I've seen a couple of bands, certainly over my way in the East Midlands, that have just called it a day, purely because they, they, they can't afford to continue in, indefinitely. It's sad. Really I, sad. This afternoon, didn't I, when we were chatting, I said, the amount of gear I've seen for sale in the last yeah. few weeks is, is it's sad, really. Because people are just selling all the gear to, to afford to live. Well, that's it. Well, that's it. And no one's got any idea, you know, you know, when this is, you know, when, when things are going to change, whether there'll be a vaccine, whether we've got to live, live with this going forwards. No one, no one knows, do they? And, and, you know, then you've got all the restrictions around venues and social distancing and what's, what's going to be sort of a, a safe kind of haven to return to. And, and, and of course, how do you police it? And I think that's why, you know, I don't see personally many big, Big festivals coming back ne- next year without a vaccine. Yeah. Because it's going to be police. One one thing that uh, always strikes me is is how bands start, and and, and I don't know if he's still with us. Is Dom still with us, Sam? Potentially might have disappeared, but I will come onto your screens right now while we try and get Dom back. I think he's in and out of of a uh, connection, but. It's another great opportunity to go and follow us on social media, so on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So I'll just remind the folks at home that on Facebook we are at Live. Probably self-explanatory because you're watching the live stream now. Uh, but what would be brilliant for you, people that are watching right now, is to, to like and share it with your friends and family. Uh, make them aware about the Sea Live uh, podcast. Make sure they know about the Sea Live website and all of our fantastic acts that we have to offer obviously when lockdown 2.0 is over also on twitter we are at c live to one and chris you've been manning that twitter uh, page and we've been liking and sharing all of our previous guests uh, and also some exciting things that are coming up in the future as well and of course on instagram as well we are at c live uk uh, putting up highlight reels on our instagram page along with some other exciting things that we can't mention but we've got dom back we've got dom back here's dom again John, I've, I've just got to ask, yeah. because it's probably people who start thinking of starting bands and stuff. What do you think is the important thing for a, a young, new, fresh band to do to be successful in the music industry? What, what in this modern way? Because it's not, it's there's more things accessible for bands and kids these days. What's the most important thing? Do you think? I think there's two, two, two things. I think, I think one is is practice, 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 and I think the other one is don't 
don't be um, swayed by scenes or by other people. You do it, do it for the reasons what made you pick up that, that, that guitar, what made you start singing, what made you play that drum kit, what made you press those keyboards. Do it for the right reasons. And, 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 and I guess, uh, you know, uh, build your own path. You know, don't 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 worry about about what 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 the next band in the next rehearsal room is doing, or what or what the band down the road are doing. Do your own thing. That's top top yeah, top advice. advice, Sam. We'll do our own thing with with up all night. Yeah, because we we let, I, send me the demo. Literally, we you never know. I might even be able to give you a show in Nottingham. We've we've That's been it. talking. Obviously, there are lots of weddings that have been cancelled. Uh, none other than our. My podcast guest Chris is unfortunately, uh, but we've been talking about it for a for a very long time about the people that are getting married now are around, you know, in in well we're born around the late eighties nineties now coming into the 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 early, uh, noughties is that what they call it noughties am I calling it the noughties, which is weird but we've we've been talking about it for a long time haven't we Chris about potentially revamping the set. Um, and maybe doing something a little bit different involving nineties and noughties. Um so yeah, that, that's something that you can look out again. I'll plug the up all night page as well. Make sure you go and follow the up all night page as well, because again, we'll be look we'll be looking at doing some when when we can safely uh, and securely with the five of us. Obviously, we're all in different households. It's very difficult to rehearse. So it's it it's 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 unbelievable uh, situation that we're in that we can sort of have a conversation like this over Skype or Zoom, but we can't really rehearse because of, you know, we can all do it in our in our bedrooms and rehearsal rooms, but we, can, we can't, it's it's not the same. It's not the same unless you're together in, in that same room. Um, Chris, yeah? Do you know what? We haven't spoke to each other for a couple, for a while. It's been three, four years, it must be. Yeah. But but we always stay in contact. We always follow each other's what we're up to, and it's great to finally meet up again. And um, I hope for the next time we're all at a festival. I hope so, mate, as well. Uh, you know, and like thanks thanks again for for inviting me on. It's been a pleasure, you know, uh, so, like sharing the and thoughts. Any any anything where people can find your reviews or bands? Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, you, you can you, well, you can basically find us at, at uh, under the radar. So it's basically www.undertheradarmag.com. Um, if you want to, if anyone wants to send me any demos or any or any music or, or you know or, 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 or anything, or just or just just chat about music, I'm at dom at undertheradarmag.com. And obviously, I'm across every other social media like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all the rest of them and YouTube as well. So, Sam, I'm gonna show real to Dom and let him review. Yeah, do it. You should do that. Do it. You should. Do that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I tell you what, I can even pick a set list for you if you want. And make, in fact, make sure that you, that, that when I pick it, that you that you uh, do me an actual set list to add to my folders. That'll do. Hey, we're on. There's Sam. one thing you forgot to mention, Chris. One thing. You forgot to mention about the rabbits. Oh, stop it! That was a thing. Yeah. So, so, so. Well, well, the rabbits thing. That that was a that was an ex. Um, so when I first moved into um, at my house in, in in Nottingham, which was, God, that'd be 2006, um, and I was and I was when I was with a with a with a different different partner then, who um, who who decided to be a good idea to to have a rabbit uh, rescue place. So. Um, 
the, the, the Dominice Rabbits Twitter handle um, kind of like comes from that. Probably should have changed it years ago, and I just it's just I've just changed it. It's it's I'm 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 fine. I, you know I'm going to start doing. I, my challenge next year was get chickens. Oh, chickens okay. are interesting. Are interesting. Uh, I mean, we've got, we've got. I tell you what, we have got because we've got, we've got a three-year-old. Uh, me and my wife have got, have got a three-year-old, and um, he's obsessed with snails. So we've got, we've actually got a, a, a big, a big tub in the kitchen that's full of snails. And then, and then last night, my wife said, "There's, there's babies. There's, there's baby snails. One, one of them must have been pregnant." And there, there are literally these minute oh. snails that have got through the the, the, the the ventilation holes and are all over the draining pool in the kitchen. Wow. Literally dozens, dozens of snails. So I think we, you know, we've, we've we've probably got enough now. We could probably have our own Premier League of snails, you know. So we could have sort of that way. The only time Forest will get to play at Liverpool, actually. But just don't, <laughs> don't have a, a, a just don't have a uh, like a French cuisine night and eat them. That'll, that's that's no. alright. No, although I've got plenty, of, I've got plenty of chili sauce to You need to change your Twitter handle to Dom Mate Snails. There you go. That's and on that bombshell, on that snail shell, uh, that has been the C Live podcast. Thank you so much uh, for tuning in this evening. Uh, to those of you that are listening live, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking. Uh, make sure you do follow us again I'm going to plug the social medias again please do follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram that's at C-Live on Facebook at C-Live Enter one on Twitter and at C-Live UK on Instagram Chris, thank you again for another fantastic podcast my pleasure Sam and the guest as always, Dom thank you so much for taking the time uh, thanks Dom thanks ever so much Thank you, for guys much. that's been the C-Live podcast we'll see you next week with another fantastic guest As always, stay safe and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.